Live from the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's Valentine's Day show, Kiss and Tell, Real True Stories. May the narrative be with you. So my story begins during the Johnson administration. Remember, all the way with LBJ? Yes? Okay. So it's December, and it's my birthday. And I'm 10 years old, maybe 11 at the outside. I'm old enough that my mom has made me a birthday party, complete with the aluminum folding table down in the den, and orange soda and vanilla ice cream, so we can make those orange creamsicle floats. But I'm old enough that my mom and all the other moms are upstairs in the kitchen drinking coffee and talking about whatever the moms talk about, and we are down in the den left to our own devices. And somebody, certainly not me, this would never have occurred to me at that age, but somebody says, let's play Seven Minutes in Heaven. You all know this game? No? Seven Minutes Heaven is maybe an East Coast variation of spin the bottle, right? But instead of just spinning the bottle and you just kind of lean across the circle and kiss whoever it points to, you and the person that it points to go into a bathroom or a closet or some confined space and you have to stay in there and do something for seven minutes <laughs> while your you know, little friends listen with their ears pressed up against the door trying to tell what it is that you're doing. Well, we had an empty orange soda bottle and I was the birthday boy so I got the first spin and it went round and round and round and round and it landed pointing right at Kathy Piquel. Oh my God, my heart started pounding. I was excited and terrified at the same time. Kathy Bakel, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, the only non-Jewish girl, the only shiksa there <laughs> at my birthday party, right? Robin Weiss was there, Barbara Hirsch was there, and these were girls that I had grown up with, right? I had seen these girls every day of my life. But Kathy Bakel, she didn't even live on our street. She lived on the neck. And she was blonde and blue-eyed, and she wore white go-go boots and tight sweaters. And, you know, these were things that no Jewish girl who had a living mother could get away with, right? <laughs> Kathy Bakel, wow. So as soon as it lands on her, I'm, I'm like, you know, my mind is going in a million directions. And the first thing I think is that, you know, no girl as cool as Kathy McHill is going to want to do anything with a boy as nerdy as me. And, you know, that's kind of disappointing, but, you know, it's all happening so fast, and they push us into the little bathroom, and they shut the door behind us. And, and this, is, this is the little half bath in the den of my parents' house, right? It's very narrow. Here's the door, here's the sink, here's the toilet. And, and I go to the far end by the toilet, and Kathy McHale is standing like right with her back against the door. So we're as far away from each other as we could possibly be in this little tiny bathroom. And, and my heart is pounding, and I'm just staring at my shoes. I'm just staring, staring, staring at my shoes. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to look. I'm just looking at my shoes. Hush puppies, right? Remember suede hush puppies? Those I wore all through grade school. And finally, I, I, just, I just, I don't know what to say or what to do. And I look up at Kathy McHale and I say, 
should we do? And she just shrugs, right? I thought that somehow being the female, she would know what to do, right? Females, <laughs> girls know these things, right? I don't know. But you know, we can tell that our little friends are outside the door listening with their ears pressed up and they're giggling and they're keeping the time. And so I'm just staring at my shoes some more. I just, I'm thinking like, wow, seven minutes. This is gonna be a long, long, long seven minutes, right? And it doesn't really feel like heaven, right? It's more like purgatory, seven, seven eternities in purgatory. But finally, an idea pops into my head. I don't know where it came from, but I look up at Kathy Bakel and I say, And she smiles and she nods her head like, okay, right, okay, we got a plan. So I go over and I stand next to her so we both have our butts against the door where our friends are listening on the other side and we both just start rubbing our butts <laughs> against the door like this, right? And we're just rubbing our butts on the door and then Kathy Bakel makes this low moaning sound in her throat. She goes, Mm. <laughs> that was like more exciting to me than if we'd actually been doing something, you know? That was, wow, wow, wow. But you know, at this point, we're still only like three minutes in, right? And so we're, we're just, you know, rubbing our butts against the door. That's four more minutes. That's a long time to rub your butt against the door. But finally, the seven minutes was up and the door opened and we come tumbling out and our friends are giggling and laughing and my cheeks are just red and my ears are hot. I'm just, I'm just so embarrassed. And I'm just hoping and hoping and praying that Kathy Bakel will never tell the rest of our friends what we did or more accurately what we didn't do in the bathroom for those seven minutes. But that is not the end of the story, my friends. No, no, no. Let us fast forward about 20 years, <laughs> all right? I think that puts us in the Reagan administration. I'm sorry to say it, but you know, it's a long time. So now I am 29 or 30, 31 years old, somewhere in there. And, and I am no longer the little nerdy 10 year old. And in fact, I am married to a beautiful, beautiful Shiksa goddess. I am married to a blonde-haired and green-eyed woman. Her name is Lynn Duddy, and you will be hearing from her shortly. She is my wife and co-founder. But at this point in time, I am the father, not just of one, but of two beautiful boys, two beautiful boys, and the baby is like less than a year old, and we have gone to my parents' house in New York to show off the new grandchild and to bask in the glow of parental approval as the producers of beautiful grandchildren. And, and we are having a good visit with my folks. But you know, at this point, we've been at my folks' house maybe five or six days already. It's getting kind of long. And you know how that is when you go back to visit at your folks' house? How like, even if you're sleeping in the den and they're upstairs, it just feels really kind of awkward to have sex at your parents' house, like, you know, wow. So, so at this point, it's been five or six days and it's, it's getting to be a medical emergency, 
You know what I'm saying? So it's late in the afternoon, and Lynn and I are downstairs in the den, and the boys are upstairs. My mom is in the kitchen cooking up a storm, and the boys are in the living room just climbing all over my dad, just having a great time playing, sitting on his head, and, you know, just the way little kids do with their grandpa. And, and Lynn is in the bathroom, that same little bathroom where I was locked with Kathy Bikel, but the door is open and she's combing her hair in the mirror. And I am sitting in one of the reclining chairs and Lynn catches my eye. I'm just staring at her, I'm just watching her comb her beautiful hair. Uh, and, and she catches my eye and she gives me the look, you know? <laughs> You know that look? That, that look? Right. So I go into the bathroom with her, and she's standing there, so here's the sink in the mirror, and the door is here, and when I come in behind her, that's like we, we are occupying the entire space. There's no room. So we're, we're pressed up kind of tightly together, and I put my arms around her waist, and I, I just nuzzle my face into the crook of her shoulder and her hair is so soft against my cheek and she smells so good and we close the door very quietly and one thing follows another and before you know it we are doing the wild thing right down there in the in the little bathroom but of course we're doing it very very quietly <laughs> right and we are having a great time, and it's, you know, it's like really naughty because my folks are just right upstairs, and we are, we are doing it, and things are, are progressing, and everything is going very nicely, thank you. <laughs> and, and finally, uh, I, after a few minutes, I hear my dad's voice, and he's at the top of the stairs that go from the kitchen down into the den where this little bathroom is. And he says, hey, you guys, come on up for supper. So I open the door, just a crack so he can hear me, and I shout out, okay, we'll be there in a minute. And I shut the door. And without missing a beat, we keep <laughs> doing what we're doing. And uh, uh, once again, things are going wonderfully. And uh, approaching the conclusion, shall we say. <laughs> and... Uh, and once again, I hear my dad's voice, and this time it's a little more urgent, and he says, hey, you guys, come on, supper's on the table. So I open up the door, and I shout out, okay, we'll be there in a minute, we're coming. <laughs> yes. So I did get to have my seven minutes in heaven in that little tiny bathroom in the den of my parents' house in the suburbs of New York. It just took me 20 years to get there. But let me tell you, folks, it was worth the wait.